0: Hi everyone, welcome back for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 181. This week's message is watchfulness. Hello everyone, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining in this week for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I am your host, Timothy Bell. Um, I am very thankful for everything that has flowed forth this week. Uh, The things that have been blessful, I guess you can say, um, in a positive way. So, you know, things that have been in a positive way uh, this week. And I'm also thankful for the things that have not been in a positive way. And really, what I'm really getting at in that is that you have to take the bad with the good. And and just how we, we get excited and we get, you know, overjoyed and, you know, we give God praise and, you know, we give God thanks and we worship and we're grateful for the good, for the blessfulness that we we receive and for the for the wholesomeness and the ever flowing blessings of that of his love shown unto us when we pray and we ask. We must also be the same way on those things that we don't ask. Those things that just happen. You know, those things that, that we otherwise wish never happened. And, and, and this is the reason why, my brothers and sisters. And I know some of you will agree with me. And I, of course, some of you won't. But, you know, it's my opinion. It's the way I look at it. I believe that in looking at negative things in a positive way. Or in other words, being thankful, giving thanks to continuously at all times it says pray without ceasing that's what the word says, it says pray without ceasing, so that means it doesn't matter what's going on in your life it doesn't matter whether you got something good going on whether you got something bad going on, whether it's in between whether it's out of the lines it, 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 it doesn't matter, the word says to pray without ceasing so if there's good things going on Oh, you pray and you give God thanks. You enter His courts with thanksgiving. You enter His gates with praise. You worship. You know, you're grateful. You show gratitude. You're humble. You know, on and on and on and on and on. Well then, why can't we not be that same way when it comes to the moments when things are not going so well? The moment when we didn't receive that blessing that we were in expectation for. The moment when our desires got snuffed out because... Things didn't happen the way or you know it just didn't come about. If we have the same mindset, my brothers and sisters, even when this negativeness, listen, you will truly be humbled. You would truly be with meekness, you would truly will be with thanksgiving and gratefulness and praise unto God. Because see, you're looking past <laughs> you're looking past what a mere situation did. You get what I'm saying? And the effects that it's having on your life. Because see, the word says, what can mere man do unto me? What can mere man do unto me? See, so if we're so caught up on what the world can do unto us, then we're overlooking what God has already done and what he is doing and what he shall do. And I've said it before that we get caught up so much in the situation that we don't see the blessings right in the midst of the situation. You know, and I've said that there's blessings in the storm. In each and every storm that comes forth in your life, there's a blessing in it. There's a blessing in it, my brothers and sisters. And you know, I know some will say, well, you know, man, not, not, not every storm has a blessing in it. Not every storm has a civil lining. Um, you know, I, I will say this to you. It's how you perceive it. You feel me? Because, the, you know, a couple of weeks ago we had a storm come through in Florida. Now, the things that took place, you know, in, 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 in the wake of that storm as a hit land on the west-southern part of Florida. Devastation. Okay, it it, it messed up a lot of properties. Uh, There were some lives lost. There were some people injured, wounded, people without homes, people without power, people without food, you know. And the list goes on and on. And I know that it could be some that would say, Hey, well, where's the blessing in that? Where's where's the silver lining in that? And as I said, and I will say this again, it's a mindset. And unless you allow yourself to have that mindset that, hey, there's a blessing in this, you know, there's a positiveness in this, then you're not going to see it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be able to perceive it, to see it, to receive it, and to be able to walk it out. It's just that simple. Um, I mean, that's. It's just that simple. I mean, you know, that's that. That that's my way of, uh, uh, and the only way that I know how to break it down to you, that hopefully you will be able to get it, and 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 be able to carry it out in your life, and and be able to move on. Um, I'm not overlooking what took place in in West South Florida. Uh, (laughs) It's heavy on my heart, the things that happen, uh, just like anywhere else around the world. Uh, This is my home state, so I'm very much aware of what the weather is like here. And I'm very much aware of the devastation that the weather can bring through this state. And I'm grateful that each and every storm that I have been. Close to. Or in the midst of. God has brought me through. And. I am grateful in the same way over that of my my family, my friends. And I even say the same for that of my enemy. Those who, who seek and desire to do me harm. And I say that over others that I do not even know. The people who live in the state, no matter what part of the state they live in. No matter what their lives may be like, whether they're believers or non-believers. You see, my brothers and sisters, at the end of the day... I feel that we all God children, and some of us have turned away from God. Some of us choose not to believe, but you know, that's your that's your right. That's your free will. Um. But right now, right here, I choose to believe. I choose to be thankful. I choose to praise. I choose to worship. I choose to be grateful. I choose. To be humble. And to be meek. In the presence of that of my Heavenly Father. My God. I have received the Lord Christ as my Savior. And I know that he goes forth on the battlefield for me as that of my warrior. I know that he is my tower which I can run to in the times of trouble. I know that he is my peace in the midst of chaos. He is my warmness. In those cold moments, my God, of this life journey. You see, my brothers and sisters, I have coldly, coldly understood. And I say cold because this life is cold. Understood this life. And each and every second and moment that comes forth, I'm continuously understanding. You never stop learning. And I will say to those who think that they know everything, who think that they're on the top of their game, you know, they're over everybody else, they got more knowledge than anyone else, you're not living. You're not. Because you have chose to shut yourself down because you think that the knowledge that you have, you think that the understanding that is given unto you thus far you think the experience that you've had the, the blessedness to experience. You think that that is great. You think that's that that that's on top of the world. You think that it's a case of chips and a bag of Doritos on top of it. And a big gulp. And so you think you're good right now. You're straight. But you're not. Because you have chose to stop living. The moment you stop trying to learn. The moment you stop trying to take on knowledge. You have chose to stop living. Our minds are always thinking. Our minds are always processing, always receiving. The slightest thing. Even if it's debating on what we're going to eat for lunch. Or debating on what time we're going to go to bed. Or wondering what we're going to wear. Or trying to figure out why did that person do that. Or why did that person come this way. The slightest thing. Our minds are constantly going always. My brothers and sisters, we were meant to live. And we were meant to live to the fullest. Now, just because you may have completed something, you say, well, you know, my life journey is complete. My assignment, you know, I, I my, my purpose is fulfilled. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Don't say, well, hey, I'm done. I'm not going to read no more books. I'm scraped I'm not. No. Keep going. And I say that to you regardless of whether your life is going well or whether your life is not going well. There's a blessing in the midst of the storm. No matter what storm is going on in your life, no matter what the problem, no matter what the troubles, no matter what the situations, no matter what the life issue is. In the midst of that, there's a blessing. Now, understand me. And as I said earlier, mindset. It's all about the mindset, see, because if your mindset is not there to think upon the fact, to comprehend or to perceive that there's a blessing, then you're not going to see a blessing. You're not going to comprehend nor you're going to be able to receive to walk out any kind of blessing in that of your life. So first and foremost, mindset. Open your heart and your mind to be received, to have an understanding, to perceive. Because there's a blessing. Now, also, let me educate you on this. Whereas I've said that you, you know, the mindset, you know, it's all about the mindset and having an open heart and open mind. At the same time, understand this. Your blessing is... Is not what everybody else considers to be a blessing. Oh, come on now. Oh my God. Listen to what I'm saying now. The blessing that you are able to perceive. And you receive it. And you're walking it out in your life. Others may think it's not a blessing. They may not consider it to be blessful. Or they may not consider it to be much of a blessing. That's why I'm telling you right now, I go back to that same thing mindset, that same two letter word, that two word phrase, mindset, two word phrase, mindset. It's all about that. You see, not everybody's going to have the mindset to be able to perceive. That they can receive, and then have 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 the ability, and that of discerning the spirit to walk it out. Not everybody. So while you all happy and joyful, everybody gonna be like, "What's wrong with them? Didn't they just go through this? Didn't they go that? What what what? How 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 can they be? How can they go through that and be happy? But see, they don't understand. You know something they don't. You see what I'm saying? God has showed you something. That he did not show the rest of the world. God has released unto you. A secret blessing. That he has not shown someone else. At least not yet. God <laughs> show. See not everything is meant to be shown. You understand? Now God's going to get the glory. He's going to get the glory. My God's but not everything that is blessful unto you is meant to be shown; is meant to be revealed to others. Because, see, this is the thing: if it's meant to be revealed, it shall be revealed at its own proper time, under the own, under its own proper situations and circumstances. Trust me, it will. Now, I know enough about this because of blessings that have been released of my life because of the storms that I've had to weather and then seeing the blessedness in the midst of it. And, see, let, let, let me share this with you. Let me share this with you real quick. Let me share this with you real quick. See, When I say blessing, see everybody looking like, okay, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, something major, you know what I'm saying? You're thinking like, oh, okay, you know, I'm going through a financial storm right now. So a blessing in the middle of that would be me, you know, coming into some money. You know, me, me being able to have one of these financial burdens lifted up off me. Well, see, God may not actually do that. He may not bless you in that way. But what he will bless you with is he will bless you with the ability and endurance to be able to go through it and come up out of it unscathed. And now when I say unscathed, I mean less damage than what you thought you were. You know, you, you get into a financial storm, you think, oh, man, I'm ruined. But then, you know, you hang in, you're able to persevere, you're able to do some things to, to stand. You really think that you did on, on your own? And you make it through, and then you realize, like, man, I wasn't as worse off as I thought I was. You see, God, God will bless you to be able to just persevere. And see, while we looking for, you know, the sky to open up and the walls to shake and the floor to reveal this and reveal that. You know, we're waiting for a touching on our heart and you know, you know, this 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 cold shiver down our spine. No, God ain't gonna always work in that way. God's not gonna always bring forth all that like that. You know, we can be in the midst of a physical storm and the blessing in that, you know, you say, Well, I lost everything. Okay, but you're still alive. That's a blessing. And you may not look at it as a blessing at that moment because you're like, man, I'd I'd have been better off if I'd have died in the storm. Because I have nothing, you know, I've lost everything. You know, my life is meaningless. No, your life is not meaningless. What you have lost is is you have lost materialistic things. But you still have your life. You still have that which is of you, which you have been created up to be. And all those things that you had... Where you may not be able to to completely replace those things identically. But you can still replace your valuables. You can go and get another car. Trust, yeah, okay, it's not going to be the exact same car. Okay, but you can get another. It it may not be the exact same house, but you you can get another house. You can get another dwelling. You may not be able to get the exact same clothes, but you can get new clothes you can get some more clothes you know yeah you're going to lose some pictures you know you're going to lose and and I know all those things are valuable but the point that I'm trying to make is that you have your life which is truly valuable and that life is giving you an opportunity to persevere forth to, to start over to live again a second chance but, you know, we get caught up in the fact that, you know, hey, I've lost my house. I lost it because it's it's devastating. You know, we as human beings, as body flesh, do not want to go through that. Not having a place to live. No, no roof over head it's, it's frightening. It's uneasy. It's unthinkable. Oh, now I'm going to be living in the streets. You know, how am I going to survive? You know, with no money. You know, no, I don't have any clothes to change. I can't always take a shower. You know, all these things. But see... When you allow yourself to be, God, my shit, I told, God. When you allow yourself to relax in the refuge of that of God, you understand what I am saying, and stand in faith, and trusting that He has gotten you and that He shall provide unto you. Because see His words, say, "I shall not." He said, "I never shall leave thee nor for safety." He said, "I will not leave thee nor for safety." So, to me, He said, "I am not going nowhere," and then I am not going to do anything to forsake you. Meaning that I am not going to purposely turn my back on you in the midst of the storm, in the midst of you needing me the most you know, now I may not respond when you need me to respond, but I'm going to respond on time and see, we still kind of caught up on that we like you know, I'm crying out to God, I'm asking for this I'm praying for this, but it seems like it's not no, it's going to happen but see what you got to understand is, is is God's will. And see, the blessing is going to be released when the blessing need to be released. <laughs> and it's going to be need, it's going to be what you need. <laughs> mm. Trust in trust. In trust in him that 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 he has it. And trust in Him that everything is, is is taken care of. And trust in Him. Now, the things that are going on in the world right now, my brothers and sisters, you know, we've had some some pretty devastating moments. You know, we had all these viruses, you know, we had famine, and we, we, we've had some things take place that, you know, a lot will say is in alignment of that of the Word of God. Now, I'm not here to bring forth a debate on that. And I'm not here to say yeah or nay on any of that. I'm simply, my brothers and sisters, bringing forth a word of encouragement to you. Now, this week, I'm truly, truly going to ask of you that you have an open mind and an open heart as to bring forth this content of scriptures. Because if you just look at it and read really it, you're going to say, okay, well, this is not encouraging. That... I don't understand how this can be encouraging. I didn't, I didn't get the encouragement in this. It is why I stress very hard, very strongly, receive this with an open heart and open mind. You have to perceive it that way. Because if you do not, you're going to totally miss it. Truthfully, you're going to totally miss it. And You're not going to be able to get the encouragement out of it. And then you're going to be standing there Left holding your hands out like, what? <laughs> I don't get it. And, and and that is not my intent for you to be like that. I want you to receive. But in order for you to receive, you must perceive. Listen to me now. You must perceive with an open heart and open mind. You cannot take money from someone with a closed fist. You say, oh, yes, I can. I'll grab it with my mom. I'll grab it with this. I'll grab it. They can stick it here. They can stick no, you, you're totally missing the concept. You're totally missing it. You know, is by the room is I climb? Receiving is a state of mind. You understand? Because see, I can say I'm not going to receive anything, and I can stand there with my arms out, hands out, but then at the same time, I can still choose. Not to receive. Because I can block anything that may come my way, whether it be just because of my thoughts, or whether it may be my body language, or the way that I move myself around. I, I You could try to put something in my hand, and I, I if I don't want it, I'm not going to take it. Because I've made up in my mind, my mindset, that I'm not going to receive it. I don't want to perceive it, therefore I don't want to receive it. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And that's how some of us are, my brothers and sisters, when it comes to the word of God, when it comes to anyone speaking to you about anything. Now I'm not I'm not I'm not ordained anything. I'm not ordained, I'm not a I'm not even a deacon. Okay? I'm just simply a man striving to be a strong man of God. I'm just simply a man striving to be better. To become what he has been created to become. And to be blessed with others along that journey. I have an instant, you know, a sense within me that this was laid on my heart and has been commanded of me to do. So therefore I go forth encouraging everyone, being an encouragement to others. As I am being encouraged. Because I have realized it has been shown unto me. That it is needed daily because of life circumstances that bring forth situations and life issues that whirl themselves around in our lives and keeps us going here and going there and experiencing all kind of things. We need encouragement along this walk and this journey. Amen? So with the This message this week coming forth, I'm going to ask that you have an open mind and open heart that you may truly perceive and be able to receive and that you will be able to walk out your life according to what the word of God says. That is being brought to you right now. So. This week has been a mixture of things for me. It's been up, it's been down, it's been in the middle, it's been all over the place. But as I said before, I've always tried to find the blessing in the midst of it. I always try to focus on it. and I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's like, oh, they got a blessing right there. No, it's not always like that. Because you do get caught up. I mean, come on, we're, we're, we're living in a fleshly body. This is a fleshly body. And the feelings of this flesh do get in the way. The desires of the flesh do try to overtake sometimes. And we must stay focused. We must remember the commitment. Focusedness, faith, and obedience. And I would never sit before you and say, oh, you know, this and that and another and try to portray like it's easy. Try to portray like it's no effort needed. Like, oh, you know, I'm just walking out this life and, you know, everything's so wonderful and blissful. You look at me, I have no troubles at all. I haven't gone through anything. I haven't had any moments where I've had sin in my life. I'm just, I'm just so fresh and clean, clean. I'm just so truth and pure. No. No. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be honest and truthful with you and let you know, hey, look, hey, my life is blemished, too. You know, I fall short daily just like you fall short daily. You know, I've had some hurdles to get crossed and I still got some hurdles I got to get crossed. I have some things in my life that if I don't keep it before God, I can renege. And I know I'm not the only one. And you, you know, people hear people say that, you know, you hear that, you hear me say that and you be like, oh, he him sinning, oh, Really? <laughs> really and and that's the problem with the body of Christ because see we do things like that and people people who are really in, in, in going through some things and people who are really in need of support what do you think they do they pull away because why are you going to be around somebody that's going to be like that you quit. quick at ready to point the finger instead of saying, okay, bro, let me pray with you. Or, hey, you know, you just need to spend some time. You know, you you know, you know, just need some, you know, you just want to hang out. You just want to fellowship a little bit. You know, hey, let's go catch a game. Or, hey, you know, well, hey, you know, they got this going on over there. You know, hey, you know, you want to go check it out? Hey, you know, grab lunch with me or something. Sometimes people just need to have a like-minded person in their presence. It ain't so much about I need you to do that, that, this, that, whatever. It's not so much about that. And sometimes I might not even need you to pray for me. You know, I'm good on that. I'm I'm good in that department. You ever thought that maybe sometime that as a Christian, as a man, that's striving to be a strong man of God, a man that's trying to stay on track, a man that's trying to stay on the path, a man that's trying to keep his head straight and not look left or right at the things of this world that are tempting daily. Do you ever thought that maybe all he desires is just a like-minded person to be in his presence? You ever thought about that? You know, we come along with all this and dust says the Lord and, you know, and brother, let me pray, let me lay hands on you. you. know, I don't need you to touch me. Matter of fact, I don't want you to touch me. You ever thought maybe all I need is just a like-minded person in my presence? You feel me? You know, I'm sitting down, i will getting ready to go have lunch. You know, have lunch with me. You know, let's enjoy a meal together. Let's break bread together. Let's fellowship together. And let's talk about God. Let's talk about the trying times of this life as a Christian. And let's be truthful one-on-one with one another. Let's encourage one another through that of the word of God. I don't need you coming unto me being all phony Christian. And thinking that you can just throw a, a, a quick prayer over. and, and a bit. No. Sometimes it's a like-minded person that I need to be in the company of. Hear what I'm saying now. And don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about being on a date with no woman and going in. No, I'm not talking about that. All. Although that's nice to have a blessed, godly woman. But the point that I'm trying to make here, my brothers and sisters, is that sometimes... If you ever thought about it, that's all a person really wants sometimes. And in wanting that, they just sometimes want to feel needed. They want to feel like they are accomplishing something. They want to feel like they're on the right track. They want to feel like they're not useless. (laughs) They want to feel like they're not the only one going through. Even though the word tells them that they're not the only one going through. Sometimes it doesn't hurt to to have that tangibleness right there in front of you that you can say, oh, okay, I can touch that. I can physically lay my eyes on and see that this person is suffering as I am suffering. Maybe not in the same way, but they are going through some trying times as well. But I see that they're able to have a smile on their face. I see that they're able to walk upright. I see that they're able to shake that off and brush their shoes and kick the sand off their heels. They're able to persevere. But you see, my brothers and sisters, there's so much, there's so much divisionness. there's so many cliques in that of the body of Christ. There's so much he says, she saying, and got to say, and got to have, and got to do, that we're not focusing on what we need to be focusing on. And that's being true disciples of Christ. For the glorifying of that of thy heavenly father, our God. You see, I can bless somebody, but I ain't going to go run over here and tell Sully Sand and John and Adam that, hey, you know, I just came from, you know, yeah, you know, I met this guy over here, man, he was so hungry, man, I, had, I gave him two meals. For what? You ever heard the word says that, do not let the left hand know what the right hand is doing? So why, why? Why do you do that? It is not meant for you to be able to bless Jane. and She needs some dresses so that she can go to church look, you know, and look proper. You know, and look like a nice young woman. And all she has is things that are too tight or too short. You know, and she knows that they are. You know, but that was a life that she is put, trying to put behind her. But unfortunately, those are only clothes that she has. So, in, 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 in faith, and in, 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 in that of a heart, and a spirit tugging on her to go forth into that, in the presence of God, to come into the house of God, that she could be cleansed, that she could be set on the right path, she go forth with what she has. So she don't need you down looking at her. She don't need you rolling your eyes at her. She don't need you talking about her. She don't need you putting her on display. Showing all her wrongfulness and sin. It's already out there. She don't need doing that. God sees it and he's forgiven her. So why in the heck are you overlooking it like that? Why are you looking over her like that? God has seen it and forgiven her. And has cleansed her and purifying her. She's going through the process. So why are you trying to hold that process up? And then if you're going to reach your hand out and say, you know what, hey, um, what size are you, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, um, I'm a nine. Well, honey, you know what? I got a few dresses to the house that I believe you'll look very nice in. I think they will really look nice on you. And I would like to give those to you if you don't mind. Well, sure. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, well, you know, get with me out the church, you know, and I'll, I'll make sure I get those to you. And then once you do that, you do that and you leave it alone. You ain't got to let everybody see what's going on. You can say, well, hey, look, you can come by my house or I'll meet you somewhere. If you don't want to come I'll meet you somewhere. And I'll get those items to you. You see... We always trying to make things so glamorous and glorious, you know, that, you know, in showing off that we don't did this and did that. God knows what you're doing. He know you're blessing somebody. He already know that. He knew you was going to do it. <laughs> he knew you was going to do it. So there's no need for you to let Sally and Joanne and, and Johnny Fee and and, and Josephine and all them others, you know, know what you're doing. You ain't got to run back to them and tell them that, yeah, girl, you know that woman, you know that young lady who came in? Yeah, girl, yeah, she, I know she was looking pitiful. Oh, my God, she was almost about to show everything, girl. You know, I had to go ahead and give her some of my dresses. And I mean, I, you know, oh, Jesus. No, that, what, what is with that? You no, know, you bless her and then you keep it moving. You ain't got to tell nobody nothing. Nobody got to know nothing about where the dresses come from. Now, somebody might recognize one of them because if they know that you had a dress like that, but then let them recognize. They ain't got to know you gave it to them. They don't know. Because trust me, when they made that one dress that you brought, they made many more. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So that does not necessarily mean that, you know, people are going to wonder, but you ain't got to open your mouth to say nothing, in other words. Whew, my God, you thought of my My brothers and sisters, we 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 we're in a time right now where we need to be watchful. We're in a time right now where we need to keep attentiveness and stay focused You know, attentiveness, focusness, awareness, woke—all meaning the same thing. And then it's with faith that we're standing with anticipation on that of the promises of that of our Lord and Savior. Now, we must keep in mind that the Lord has said that hey, you're going to have trials and trouble. You know, there's going to be some problems. There's going to be some, you know, it's going to be some errors. It's going things going to happen. But be not dismayed. Let not your heart be troubled. Because, see, I've already conquered the world. So basically what he's saying is that, yeah, you're going to have some problems. But as you're going through, as those problems are presented to you, and you're going through those problems and those troubles, take heart. I've already conquered the world. So in other words, what he's saying is, go go through these things with that of joyfulness in your heart. Knowing that you will persevere. Now you know you say, well, it ain't always that cut and dry, brother Tim. Yeah, I know it ain't. It 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 ain't. It truly is not always that cut and dry. Um, and and I'm not. I'm. I and like I said earlier, I, I I I don't present anything, and nor do I try to stand and say, oh, you know, it's, it's all milk and honey and candy and cream and all that stuff. No, it's not. Because there's some things that are just downright just dirty and just nasty and just. Disgustingly negative And bad energy And just horrible Unto you It really is You know You have people stabbing you in the back While you down on your knees Trying to get up You know And at the same time That they Reaching out their hand To get your hand up They got the other hand Coming around Stabbing you in the back So There's things that That are taking place My brothers and sisters In this world But the Lord says be of good cheer be not dismayed in that of your heart for I have overcome the world so we are to go through life with joyfulness it's not always easy but I tell you right now my brothers and sisters find something that you can cling on to that will give you that joy wherever the word in that of the scriptures or that of the heavenly father may be you hold on to that, and if any time it need to be that you need to bring that in remembrance, if you need to take it out and read it, if you need to meditate it upon your heart, if you need to stop for a moment and think about it, you do that if you need if you're driving and you need to pull over somewhere and you need to get to yourself and get your composure and you need to just put your mind upon those words, then do that if you need to listen to them being read out, then hey. Do what you need to do to recenter yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Because see, if you don't, if you keep going on and pressing and pressing, you say, oh, you know, the Lord said I will persevere. He said I will persevere. I'm just going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah, you can keep pushing, but there's also times, my brothers and sisters, when you need to stop, take a step back, and breathe. And in the midst of you breathing, let the words of that of thy heavenly Father meditate upon your mind. Simply meaning that let any scripture that is good unto you be what you think of in that moment. The word tells us, that, you know, whatever is good, whatever is prosperous, whatever is blessful, whatever is exciting, whatever is in goodness. Plunder upon those things. You know what? Think about them. Put your mind upon them. Focus on those things to help you get through. This is where the word says. You know, and I mean I'm I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, but I mean if you go and read the word, it's I break it down. And that's basically what it is saying. Is focus on things that are good. Focus on things that are wholesome and sure and, and truthful. If there be any goodness in it. Focus on these things. That's what the Word tells us to do. And I'm here to tell you right now, in the midst of doing these things, be watchful, my brothers and sisters. Be watchful. Have that mindset of a watchful person. Be mindful of what you're doing. As well as your surroundings and those of whom you're associating yourself with. So that in that moment, in that time that comes forth. That you can stand unblemished, unblameful, unshamed. Now you can't change what you done did. You know, you did something wrong, you did something wrong. You can't go back and change that. It's what you're doing now and what you're going to be doing as time moves forth. And I said this in the last episode, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to continue to say it. Don't give up. Those three words, don't give up. You know, there are some of us that are going through some things, and, you know, we got some things that are heavy, and, you know, we we may even have some sins that we're battling with. And, and and although we, we 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 see that you know we should have let those things go and we should there's no reason why we still have those things, there's no reason why we still allow our lives to be that way or be this way. Let me explain something to you. And I know some people are gonna you know, I know I'm gonna get some hits on this. Just because a person does not develop into Christ as you did. Meaning that just because a person's life is not changing as quickly as yours did, or as quickly as you think they should, if they truthfully, if they truthfully have embraced Christ and allow the Lord to come into their life, and they truly are embracing Him as their Lord and Savior, you say, "Oh well, you know, their life should change. Their life should this. Their life should that." You don't know what their life has been like. You don't know what kind of strongholds are over their life. You don't know what kind of spirits, demonic spirits, and, and demons that have been attached unto this person. And are fighting, fighting this person to keep them from completely giving themselves over unto God. Because, see, we can stand and we can recite the words. We can can bring forth tears and we can be emotional, we can fall out, we can faint, we can be on our knees, we can roll our heads up and our arms spread out to God and cry out. We can do those things. But my brothers and sisters, when all that part of that glory is over, there are some of us that are still attached to that of those negative spirits and those demons that are constantly digging deeper into us. That's why you'll see in some churches they'll have uh, what is considered like a follow-through. They'll have that person go and sit and pray with someone and and you know and and, 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 and talk through to that person whatever they need to do. They will counsel them and they'll even have beginner's classes or they'll have new members' classes to help that person transition and then they'll even keep try to keep in touch with them and kind of help them along the way because you have to do those things, my brothers and sisters. Now, God forbid it does happen, though, that some do fall by the wayside. Some do. They do. Some do lose their way. Now, that doesn't always necessarily mean that they go back to the sin and they go back to their ways. That just means they they wind up being in limbo because they don't know where to go from there. They don't know where to go from there. And, 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 and there's something in them that's tugging on them Saying no don't you go there You know they want to go to this class Or, do, or, or they want to go to this session But there's something tugging and holding them and saying no They're just going to talk about you No they're going to make fun of you You know that's resistance And that's why we my brothers and sisters Disciples of Christ Are supposed to be aware We're supposed to be in our goodness towards them At all times, we got to put away what the physicalness and that of the flesh may think of them or see of them. And we must perceive them in that of what Christ would. So that we can do what we need to do as disciples of Christ. Because, see, we can look upon a person in that of fleshly discerning. And we may see filthy rags. We may see a prostitute in front of us. We may see a womanizer, we may see all type of things in front of us, and and that will hinder us from wanting to do anything because now we're going to be in our feelings. Oh, you know that no good from nothing. So and so, and why he had to treat her and all this kind of. No, no. How are you going to help anybody like that? You can't, because you're not going to be truthful. Because you allow too much of your flesh to come forth you've moved and are operating too much in the discerning of that of the flesh. And that's why I've always said that you must, my God, you must perceive others in that of the love of Christ. You have to. Because there's no way you're going to be able to do anything that is that of the disciples' duties and responsibilities towards others. If you are perceiving them within that of fleshly perception, fleshly discerning, because your flesh is going to see something, and when your flesh sees something that does not too much, you know that does not work or does not whew, come in alignment to you, you're gonna you, you're gonna have some feelings about it. You feel what I'm saying, and it's gonna cause you to hesitate. It's gonna cause you to veer from. Your assignment in helping that person or speaking goodness and positiveness and and, and encouraging and edifying that person and motivating, it's going to stop you. And then now you're stuck and now you, my God, you yourself are in need of some purifying. You yourself are in need of some forgiveness. You understand what I'm saying? So, my brothers and sisters, we must be watchful. And, and, and not just watchful in this way, but we also must be watchful in waiting for our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. We must be doing these things. As I mentioned earlier, being good disciples. Because in being good disciples and watching out for things around, you know, we will be ready in that moment when Christ does return. I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. you know, I'm gonna I know I'm gonna share with you right now. You know, I'm I have my moments. You feel me? I do. And I do think about a lot of things. And I think to myself, I say, man, boy, if Christ was to come back right now, who that judgment seat gonna be a hot seat. It gonna be a hot seat. In other words, saying that, man, I'm gonna feel like I'm truly, I'm truly in the hot seat. I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna feel like it's over. <laughs> you know, it's over for me. Is it? I'm out of that. And that's not how I want to feel. That's not what I want to be in the midst of. And I don't want that for you, my brothers and sisters. And we should not want that for each other. Now, I ain't gonna lie. Now, let's be honest, though you know, if somebody just don't want to come around, you know, hey, you can't let them stop you from going to heaven, you can't let them stop you from living an eternal life, you know, just because they don't want to, yeah, you know, hey, I'm sorry, man, I know, you know, I know we've been down with each other ever since, you know, we was little kids, man, you know, little snotty little kids running around sucking on lollipops. you know, Beating on each other, beating on people's doors, and, 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 and running and stuff. You know, doing silly games. I know. You know, we grew up, man. Ever since then, man. You know, we've been tight. But bro, look. If you if you don't get this right here, if you are unwilling to perceive this and, and and change your life in this direction, if you're unwilling to just change your life and live better, I can't I can't hang with you no more, bro. I can't even be in the midst of. I can't have any association. And why it will hurt my heart dearly. Because we were, you know, we're tight. We grew up like that. We've been through some things. But my dog, you know, I gotta, bro, I gotta move on, man. And and I'm I'm hoping that you can move on with me. But if you choose not to, then I, you, you know, I gotta move on, bro. You know, and it's not easy to be like that, my brothers and sisters, because like I said, when you when you type with somebody like that and then but that person is not getting in alignment of the direction that you see your life going. And that is a direction that is that is holy and upright before God. But that person is over here swagging and squeaking and swagging and, and dipping and tripping and gagging and, you know, and all doing everything except for trying to get their life right. You know, except for putting some efforts in it. Then you gotta cut that person loose. You gotta begin to distance yourself from them. And they're gonna have some choice words they're gonna probably think of or or say to you. They're gonna get mad at you most likely, and 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 and, and, you know, and call you probably a traitor and think you all this and all that, but no, you're not. I I am no more than what God has created me to be. And when I say that, I'm not denouncing anything great about myself. But at the same time, I am not boasting. <laughs> I, he child, I Oh, my God. We're at a time right now, my brothers and sisters, that we need to be watchful. And we need to be watchful. And being watchful, we need to be doing the things that were called upon us to do as that of disciples of Christ. For the glory unto God, our Heavenly Father. Let's be about His business. Let's get our assignments in order that we're doing what we need to do. And while it is hard, day to day it is. Because this life in this fleshly body is very tempting of the things that come forth in this world that are presented unto us. Temptation is always going to be there. It's not going nowhere just because you gave your life over to God. Temptation doesn't say, oh, well, you know, that's a wrap. Let me go and leave this person alone. No. Temptation is there, and at times it will get stronger. It becomes more sophisticated on how to approach you, And it will always try to prey upon your weakness. No matter how strong you think you may be. But let us stand strong that we may persevere. Let us stand strong so that we can stay and remain watchful. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for all that which you have given and nourishing unto us. I pray for my brothers and sisters that we all can remain watchful and withstanding with that mindset of watchfulness, doing what is called upon us to do as disciples of Christ, bringing glory unto that of you, our Heavenly Father, our God. Let all that is laid upon our hearts be come forth in that of deeds that we do, And may we give all that of our hands, of our deeds, the thoughts upon our minds, the desires of our hearts, and may we give it all unto the Lord. That we can constantly be in that of discipleship, doing what is needed rightfully before you in the name of Jesus. Let us truly lay down those sins, O Father God, that are not right before you. That we're struggling with, we're tussling with, we're in war over them. I speak now that we are victorious. Over those sins. That we are cutting loose. These demonic and satanic spirits. And demons. In the name of Jesus. We are severing them from us now. They no longer have a hold of us. They no longer can stand in our way. They will no longer deter us. Or bring forth deceit or deception. There will be no doubt. No mind games upon us. In the name of Jesus. That we are marked by the blood of Christ. Purified and rinsed and cleansed. By that of the blood of Christ. Anointed by that of your heavenliness, Anointing. We're pure. We're whole. We're wholesome. We're healthy. And we have strength through that of our Lord and Savior. Christ Jesus. That we are able to do all things. Through that of him. Heavenly Father I have spoken these words. I know them to be true. And to be blessed over our lives. In the name of Jesus. I stand on them with faith. Unwavering. And belief in trueness in my heart. And as it is spoken, it is. Amen. Watchfulness. Be dressed ready for service. And keep your lamps burning. Like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet. So that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It would be good for those servants who master finds them watching when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or towards daybreak. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Peter asked, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or to everyone? The Lord answered, Who then is the faithful and the wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It would be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, My master is taking a long time in coming. And he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him. And in an hour, he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a piece a place with the unbelievers. The servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. For everyone who has been given much much would be demanded, and for the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Now, hmm. Oh my God. Now, my brothers. As I said before, you know, unless you have an open mind and open heart at the moment that this is coming forth, you're going to probably think, okay, what this got to do with being encouraged? What this got to do with... Be watchful. I'm encouraging you to be watchful. The word is encouraging you to be watchful. The word is encouraging you to go about your daily duties as that of the disciple of Christ for the glorifying unto that of thy heavenly father. The word is saying, be watchful. The word is saying, do your duties, basically. This is what, I mean, read into this. What it's saying, like what the servants are saying, if, if, if the master comes back or the man of that house or the owner of that house comes back and sees you doing what you're supposed to be doing, and doing it with diligence, what you think gonna happen? You're gonna be praised. But if he come back and see you doing something that you should not be doing, if he sees you doing things that are unbegotten of that of a worthy person or a holy person or a upright person, then what do you think gonna happen? Well, I don't think I need to really tell you that. I think you know. So what the word is saying is that be watchful for the Lord shall come like a thief in the night. Basically meaning we don't know when. And everybody's saying, oh, you know, it's, we had we, we had the end times with this, with that. Don't nobody really truly know that, but the Lord himself, God God. The word tells us to always be watchful. To always do what we're supposed to be doing. If you have been given an assignment, carry forth that assignment with diligence. Do everything you can to not deviate from it. Do everything you can to stay away from the things that would bog you down, would bring you down, would bring heaviness, would bring sinfulness into your life. If you're tuggling with anything, if you're fighting with anything, try your hardest to release it. Give it unto God. Let God fight it for you. Because in this fleshly body, we, 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 it's hard to fight any kind of temptation. Unless we have submitted ourselves unto that of the Spirit. We have come under submittance and we are under strong submittance. Meaning we're completely submitted. And we pray and we meditate and we stand whole. And even then, my brothers and sisters, don't be fooled. Do not be fooled. Just because you think, well, you know, hey, I'm I'm 20 years sober, or you know, hey, I I ain't, I ain't fool around in 20 years, you know, I ain't I ain't I ain't slept with another woman, you know, that was my that wasn't my wife. I it's, it's you know it's been 15 years, I haven't been playing around like that. I haven't had any lust, lustful urges, or I haven't satisfied none of you know. And you can say, oh, I'm good, I'm good, but don't be fooled, because when you least suspect it. It could come upon you. As I said before, just because you may have turned from that, and you've been cleansed and purged of that, that doesn't mean that that temptation is gone away. That temptation is still there. And you will still physically see things that will tempt you. But that don't mean you gotta that doesn't mean you have to accept it. Doesn't mean you have to give in to it. The temptation is gonna always be there. Bottom line is what the point I'm trying to make. Temptation don't go nowhere. Temptation doesn't pack up its bags and say, okay, well, I guess I got to leave this neighborhood. No. Temptation just digs in deeper, buys up more real estate, so it can be constantly before your eyes. And it's going to flaunt itself. It's going to shake itself. It's going to be, boom, right there in front of you. Aha! How you like me now? (laughs) You think I'm joking, man. it It may sound funny, but it's true. Think about it. Think about it. The moment you gave your life to Christ, the, the moments after that, the days leading from that, you tell me that you didn't have temptation hit you harder. You tell me that you didn't find it more difficult at times to give yourself continuously over to that of God. Now, I'm not saying everybody went through that. Some of you, you know, some of you, you know, you might have had a blessed transition. It was easy for you to let go. You know, no problem. You know, you didn't have, you know, you, you, you didn't have no withdrawals. You wasn't quibbling and shibbling and burning up at night. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's all funny, but come on now. Let's be, let's be real with one another. Because some of us are in deep, deep, my brothers and sisters, deep. You feel me? You know, and I know what that feels like. (laughs) I know what that feels like, man. You you gotta constantly be on on watch. So so when we talk about watchfulness, I want you to understand that all that is included in that watchfulness. It is saying the word is saying, be watchful. Meaning, be watchful for that of Christ when he may return. But then at the same time, being watchful, you need to be watchful of other things that you're not allowing yourself to get caught up in the things that you should not. You want to stay focused. So, see, watchfulness means a lot of things. And although right here it's saying, it's getting you to try to be understanding that, hey, be watchful because you never know when Christ is coming back. You never know when the Lord is coming. Also, it's telling you if you pick it up on it, it's telling you also to be watchful of that of how you do, how you live your life. Not just be watchful looking out for Christ when he might come, but also be watchful on how you live your life. Be watchful of what you make yourself susceptible to. The emotion, mind, and the eyes. Look, you should not bother me. I'm nice. What do I care? He's nice. The people should know. I'm the room. do that. I'm nice. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your have one of my Lord, I thank you for your strength. I thank you for your strength. I thank you for your endurance, O Lord. I thank you, Father God, for that all the goodness of that of our Son, Christ Jesus, is being revealed unto thee. And Lord, I thank you for that I have remembrance of that of your days. When you walked. Upon this earth. That I can go back and I can read in that of the word of the father. And I can see. The moments that you had. The trying times that you had. I can see the earnestness in that of the prayer. And I can see how you persevered. I can I can see how you attempted as well. And I can see the words. And the words that you spoke unto that of the devil. I can hear them ringing in my ears, and i I, I can hear how you spoke the word of God and the word of our Father i can I can hear and I can see how you stood and resist the temptations the urges and lord i i I, I pray and i i I pray and I pray and I, I pray and I speak these words to be released over my life and over the lives of that of my brothers and sisters that we can have the strength of that of your endurance that we're able to persevere through the things that will come forth and be tempting unto this bodily flesh because we have we have satan that is trying to use our sins against us he's trying to take us out he's trying to trip us up cause us to to, to fall sometimes and, 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 and to get tangled up in things that we, we should not get tangled up in. Things that we're trying to stay away from. He he keeps continuously putting them in front of us. And we, when we when we move from one way and we, we go around as a detour, we're falling, we're being, we're being guided by that of the Spirit. We're under governance of that of the Spirit. He will put one more detour before us. He will put one more obstacle before us. He will release one more heavy Desire and temptation will wave itself before us, taunting us, trying to lure us. Oh, my Lord, let that of your strength be true upon us at this time, at this moment, that we may stand being watchful. That we may stand being watchful. That we may stand being watchful in all ways and all of sense of the word. Not just in a watchfulness looking out for your return. But in a watchfulness that we are mindful of the things around us. That we're not allowing ourselves to get caught up in these things. And that we are being mindful of how we conduct ourselves. Not just before you, but before others. Oh my Lord. For this I speak to be so, not just over me. Not just through that of my life. Not through that of my deeds and this bodily flesh. My thoughts upon my mind and that of the desires of my heart. Oh, Heavenly Father, hear me. Oh, hear me. And know thy servant is calling unto thee. Hear thee, and thou knowest thee. And let thy hand settle upon thee. Hold me closer to thy bosom. Let that of your wings of refuge surround thee and protect thee from this heaviness of this world. O Lord, let thy peace be so upon thee. Subtle my mind. Bring joy to my spirit. Let there be laughter in my heart. For these moments on this earth, O my heavenly Father, they are heavy upon me. And I need the lightness of that of the yoke of thy Lord and Savior to lift these burdens from me. Oh, hear thee, O Father. As my petitions cry out unto thee, let them come unto thy ear. Let them ring out in that of your throne room. I know that I am sinful for you. I have fallen short of your glory. There is no excuse for my actions. But as I try to stand, stand strong, steadfast, watching, watching, in the hopefulness of trying to stay pure and, and, and unblemished, unshamed, I can feel it tugging me. I can feel it throwing itself at me. I can smell the sinfulness of its presence. Temptation taunts me. It holds itself over me. It bullies me. Oh Father. Hold strength unto thee. Stand strong, O my Lord. Let thy strength be thy refuge. Flex thyself before those things. That I may not give in. Hear thee. And be my strength. For this I pray. Not for myself only, but for my brothers and my sisters. For all who are in trying times. For all who are going through these heaviness of temptations. And these urges that keep brushing upon us. Revealing themselves unto us. Oh my Lord. By thy hand, let it be so. By thy hand, let it be so. عمواشيره نيطور ما هيك يشل اكو Shatta clodor of my evan, Edalusira. Father God. They are Mm, yeah, but we shall bad us. Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Oh, Jesus. Brothers, brothers, my sisters. Let us stand watchful. I know it's hard. It's hard. It's hard on you. It's hard on you. And it's trying. It's challenging. Each and every second and moment of every day that comes forth. And every day that you're able to make it through, unblemished. I know that deep down inside you're saying, Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, Lord, thank you. That's one day that I was able to make it through. That's one day I was able to be unblemished. That's one day I was able to stand with my head up and say, I am unashamed. There's no shame upon me. I'm cleansed, I'm free. I went without any sinfulness. And that which has attached itself unto me did not persevere in the day. We have moments like that, brothers and sisters. When we give thanks unto the Lord because we know that that sin or that, that wrongfulness that attached itself unto thee. That 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 showed itself unto thee and that of a temptation and we were taken of it. But we were able to shake it off us. And and although we say, you know, yeah, I reach my hand out unto you. But I shake you off me right now in the name of Jesus. I withdraw myself from you. You should not hug me, nor should you become a part of me. You have no place in my life today, nor in the day that come forth. I rebuke thee and speak thee to be gone now in the name of Jesus. We must follow through, my brothers and sisters. It's challenging each and every time, and there's going to be some moments that we may partake. Briefly. Because our God was down, because we, we were under a moment of weakness, or we, got, we just got caught up. But wake up. Let the presence of the Spirit. Let it go over you. Let it purify you. Let it cleanse you. Let it overtake you. Let it shed everything that is unlike God out. Let it cover you as oil covers over that of the ground. Let it run from you as the oil ran down from Aaron's beard. All things be that of evil. All things be that of lustfulness. All things be not of God. Shall slide off. Because it cannot hold on. It cannot attach itself to something that is pure and holy. It cannot even come within distance. Consider yourself to be such a person. You are made in the likeness of God, our Heavenly Father. Consider yourself to be whole, unblemished, and pure. And holy. You have been forgiven of your sins. You have been released from the slavery of sin. You have been put back before God 360 degrees. You are standing before Him holy and blessed, sanctified as that of Christ. See yourself as that now. Stand in there. Constantly. Let not man. Nor woman or child. Let not the ways of this world. Of this society. Let it not deter you. Let it not mislead you. Let it not be a guide. Unto that of salvation for you. Because only Christ is that. And only Christ alone. Is the key. To ever living life, because He is life Himself, and there's only one way unto the Father, and that is through Him. Not nothing of this world, yeboloni shalach, kum idar sut umiyar kah. Shotorvasi mok maet er nuj eblu vosu kahbra idusha. Sittoromander mitt i elai gör så vad en mig hjuter lavo som medklarar ett jätteklub. Vosikom i varan niatet ett sikkol avan ett lit av oss i klarniello, kan ett hus avadar. Många i siktar sittor av the Kinot av ni i siktar niello av oss Sito Vusakla. Yan. Ebu. Amisa. Dinos. Pusamayala. Dinos. Jesus. Mm. Nyamusamaka. My apologies. My apologies, my brothers and sisters. I I, I apologize, but in some ways, I don't apologize for the speaking of that in tongues because see you see this is what comes forth when I'm in the moment when I feel the presence of God when 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 i I sense the presence of my heavenly Father when I sense the spirit touching me when I feel that I need. I know that it's not always good to speak in tongues out around people because unless there be someone there that can interpret. I I normally don't let it just flow like that. I normally try really hard to stop my speaking in tongues. But there was moments when it would just flow. It just flows because I, I I know why, and I just let it do what it do, because I know the purpose behind it, and that's why I can say that I I I apologize, but then again I don't apologize because I am doing what is laid upon my heart to do. I am. Releasing what need to be released. I am communicating. And I give no apologies for that. The Hmm, Thank you, T. Friday, my brothers and sisters that that warning there that notation that just came forth that was letting me know that we have reached that moment in the show where it's time to bring forth this spiritual food for thought for this week um I'm just I'm just have I, I'm in motion my it's a lot of thoughts right now, brothers. Just my my sisters. Just just a lot of thoughts right now. And when I get in heavy thought like this, when 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 some things come crossing and, and just touching me like this, I I don't really. I disregard what's going on at the moment let me just put it that way I disregard what's going on at the moment uh, but I gotta really I gotta really focus because um, I need to go ahead and get through this here and um, but I have some thoughts on my heart that are really <laughs> that are really playing 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 upon my heart right now um, I'm gonna ask right now. I'm gonna take this moment. I'm just gonna ask for you to pray for me. Just pray for me. Um, whenever you hear, whenever you hear this this podcast, and this podcast is gonna go on for a while. You, you know this this message is gonna be heard for months and hopefully for years to come and whoever hears this message and you hear me asking you to pray for me God bless me to still be here pray for me pray for me and if for some reason you know my time has come and I'm no longer here then I want you to pray for I want you to pray for my lineage. I want you to pray for my bloodline. I want you to pray for my family. And then as you pray for them, I want you to pray for others that are, that are doing the same thing. The others that, that are messengers. Messengers of God for the kingdom of thy heavenly father. Because you see, we, we we deal with a lot of things when we are trying to move forth in that of our assignments when we're trying to do what is laid upon our hearts to do, we, 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 we come face-to-face with a lot of obstacles. We come face-to-face with a lot of serious challenges. And a lot of times those challenges are within that of ourselves. It's the things that we have done, the things like that we are doing. And we must overcome those things. And it's not always easy. And matter of fact, there are times when we think that we may have overcome something and then it turns around and rears back up at us again. So that's why I say pray for me. Pray for me. That my mind may stay on, on that which I have been assigned to do and that I am giving all of that of me to accomplish that assignment. To be the disciple that has been given unto me. To be in the name of Jesus. Amen. Spiritual food for thought for this week. Spiritual food for thought for this week. You also must be ready. Because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect Him. Once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. You also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect Him. Yes, my God. Some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Luke 12 35 through 48, found in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message. Is quoted from Luke 12 35 through 48, found in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can visit us over at Facebook as Encouragement Daily Blog, on Instagram as Encouragement Daily Blog, Twitter, Encouragement Daily Blog, Tumblr, Encouragement Daily Blog. And then our podcast is seated and rooted on anchor.fm as Encouragement Daily podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm encouragement daily podcast. So my brothers and sisters, uh, as I come to the end of this week's message, uh, I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to be receiveth of an encouraging word from that of God. And I want to say this to you. Keep your heads up. Don't Give up. Just simple. Don't give up. Keep persevering. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. Keep standing. Even when you're so weak that you can barely breathe, still stand. You let the devil know I'm not going out. I'm not going down for the count. You can count as many times as you want, and you can count as long as you want. I'm not down. You might trip me up, I might stumble. And there, yeah, there might be some moments I might even fall. But by the grace of God, I shall stand again. <laughs> and I shall stand strong. Because I am unwavering in my faith. Oh, my God. Unblemished in that of my belief. I am a child of God. And I am more than a conqueror. Therefore, I shall not give up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yes, 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 Lord. Mm, mm, -mm. So until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep your heads up, be blessed. May you continue to be safe in our good health and cheers. The remainder of the week be more of the same than that of the Lord. And then when we come together again, may we do so in joyful fellowship and receiving another encouraging word from that of the words of God. Amen. I bless you, my brothers and sisters. And don't give up. Stay watchful.